I'm Chloe. And I'm Heather. Together, we're your hosts of the Wands and Water podcast. Each week, we'll be having candid conversations about things we found essential to healing while creating abundant lifestyles for ourselves, our clients, and our collective communities. We believe that the universe provides us everything we need to take control of our successes and especially of our failures. We'll be operating in realms outside of the mainstream, getting a little spiritual, a little witchy, and a lot open about the things that can often be too hard for most to talk about. We'll be walking our shadow selves into the light one step at a time together. Combined, the two of us have over 10 years of social media management, teaching, educating, and coaching experience. We'll share some of the awkward, uncomfortable, yet enlightening growing pains that come with practicing, living, manifesting, and honoring the most abundant lives we can. Each month holds a different theme of healing as we move through the year. And each week we release a new episode discussing book quotes and passages, sharing practical magic spells and insights, shadow work, hearing expert interviews, and of course, plenty of reflection. This podcast is a production that is one facet of the collective healing community we've established called the Shadow Collective. You're welcome here. You are safe here. You are loved here. Subscribe to the Wands and Water podcast wherever you like to listen. And if you love our podcast, consider joining our community on Patreon to get access to loads of exclusive Shadow Collective content. In healing, abundance, and light, Ashe. Hello, Shadow family. Welcome back. We are your hosts, Chloe and Heather, here at the Shadow Collective, exclusively on Patreon. And we are so excited to share with you guys who we have here on the line with us today. She is such an important person for us to be speaking with, especially right now. I know Heather and I have had a lot of conversations revolving about what Megan's niche is. But Megan is a Black female owner of Yes, God Wellness. She has personally, her products have definitely influenced a lot of inspiration in my personal healing. I've used her products for over six months now. Um, a lot of healing there. And don't worry, we're going to spill all the tea here. But most importantly, we're going to give you guys some really amazing information to take with you on your healing journeys, especially if you have a womb or vagina. Yes. So this uh, is definitely an audio episode that you are going to want to keep tight for reference and listen whenever you need. Yeah, we're so hyped to have Megan here, the queen, the yoni queen, the, <laughs> the business goddess. Um, if you don't mind, Megan, can you just start off by telling, for those of us who don't know who you are, um, what's your story and how did it lead you to manifest this amazing life that you're living now? Thanks so much for that amazing introduction. My name is Megan and I am the CEO of Yes God Wellness, which is a holistic health company dedicated to the mind, body, and spirit connection specifically focused on womb health and the heart and womb connection. And I founded this business basically like a lot of other entrepreneurs through my own personal experience with what it is that I now help others do. And that is um, using my breakdowns in life to break through. And so when I had my youngest, well, my second youngest daughter now, um, I was in a place emotionally and physically where I was just broken. Um, I didn't have a lot of support emotionally. I felt, um, alone. I felt, um, angry. I felt upset. I was frustrated with myself. 
I was frustrated with the decisions that I was making and I was frustrated with the outcomes that were happening in my life. And honestly, um, I, I looked to steaming to help me heal and recover postpartum. And I wasn't really looking at it as anything more than something physical to do, because honestly, I was trying to put the whole experience of birth and having a child behind me. Um, not that that's really possible, <laughs> but um, I was trying to, I think like a lot of us do, really trying to suppress, um, you know, a part of my life that was painful. And in retrospect, what I found was that through steaming, I was able to actually allow myself to be vulnerable and open up. Um, pun intended, not just my womb, um, but, you know, I, I needed, I, I had things stored there that needed to be let go of. I needed to let go of resentment. I needed to let go of trauma. I needed to let go of things that um, were, were inside of me that were continuing to manifest kind of similar dynamics. So, yes, that. <laughs> that is a beautiful story. And I think a lot of us can relate to that, you know, the, 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 the characteristics of that, that, you know, our, our most profound healing journeys really do come when we feel like we've hit our absolute low, mm-hmm. our absolute worst, where we, where we really decide, you know, what's enough and, yeah. and how can we make change? Yeah. yeah. I love that you said using breakdowns to break mm-hmm. through. I think that's a really powerful yeah. phrase. Thank you. Yeah. That's my, um, so, and just quickly, just through vaginal steaming, I also um, kind of recognized my, my, my other passion, which is um, helping uh, folks, women uh, and men that are going through breakdown periods in their life where I call it the anything but this moment where, you know, you've come to a point in your life when you understand that I want to do anything but this. And because when you're at that moment of that breakdown, you really have a more of an open mind to kind of try things that maybe you wouldn't have considered before. And so I do a lot of work with mindset now and heart set around um, just understanding that everything that we experience is there's an energetic root um, within us. And a lot of times it's in our subconscious. So that's, really my kind of my, my passion is helping folks to um, work through subconscious blocks and let go of things that are um, that are really a catalyst for what they're experiencing. That's such important work. We love that. I mean, that's, that's basically our focus here at the Shadow Collective too, is working through mm-hmm. that those subconscious, um, yes, those that. subconscious traumas and things that are being stored. Yeah. So that's amazing to hear. Would you be able to elaborate a little bit? Um, on basically like what vaginal steaming is and why steaming and other natural remedies for um, productive, reproductive and vaginal health is something that we should be like talking about more. Um, Absolutely. So um, vaginal steaming is actually an ancient healing technique that has been used um, for thousands of years um, by our ancestors. It's been, um, there's been remnants of it found on um, the continent of Africa, Europe, Asia, pretty much all over the world, South America. And it's the process of elevating um, basically your pelvis over uh, steaming herbs. So herbs have medicinal properties that become released when they are steamed or boiled. And when you elevate yourself um, over the herbs, you allow those medicinal properties to go into your bloodstream. And what happens is um, they kind of penetrate and help to clean out the uterine lining. 
Um, they can help to remove stagnant cellular growth. Um, I've had a lot of testimonies of women who have been able to release fibroids, cysts, um, been able to manage PCOS, endometriosis, um, manage uh, candida, uh, bacterial vaginosis, and also um, to be able to conceive. Uh, a lot of people have dealt with, um, you know, quote unquote, unexplained infertility, which is like a joke diagnosis. To me. I really mm -hmm. think all diagnoses <laughs> yes. are, are opinions, but um, yeah. And so with that, um, it, it just allows women to um, to kind of take their wellness into their own hands. And the reason why that's so important, and again, back to why I kind of started this, what pushed me towards vaginal steaming in the first place was that I had a very traumatic experience in, um, in the Western medical system. I was seven centimeters dilated um, with my son getting ready to give birth. And they tried to give me discharge papers and a prescription for Ambien to send me home. And yeah. Wow. And um, so mm. that was really kind of um, really traumatic. Must have been so invalidating. It was. And it was just, and it's such a vulnerable time, you know, and it's like, there wasn't really anything I could do. And for me, that's a very, you know, I'm a very, like, I'm an ENTJ. So I'm a super like confrontational mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> really, like, get in your face. And, you know, that in that moment, you know, I, I really I couldn't do anything. And so that kind of stuck with me and led me to say, you know what, next time around, there's no way I'm depending on anyone else, you know, to um, for my health. And um, so I, I wound up having my son right there in triage. Like, I wasn't even admitted to the hospital technically at that point. So, of course, they had to admit me. Oh, then. my gosh. Yeah, it was, it sucked. But again, that's heinous it, of them. Yeah. Yeah. And so the thing is, I mean, just like, you know, just like we mentioned earlier, you know, when you when we have those painful, really kind of traumatic things that happen to us, we have a choice. You know, we can choose to wallow in that and kind of stay in that. And and um, and that's why I really didn't. I mean, I had a lot of, you know, advice. Oh, you should file a lawsuit. You should really push this. And I guess I could have. But you know, I just didn't have the bandwidth for that at the time. And really, in retrospect, I feel like my energy was better focused on, um, you know, choosing to empower myself, you know, to be, uh, have more autonomy over my body and uh, be more in tune with, you know, my own, my own wellness. And that's, so the next child I had was, you know, I, I went the completely natural route. I had a midwife, I went through a birthing center. Um, I had her in the water naturally and, um, but if it hadn't been for that experience, you know, I probably would not have sought that out and I probably would not have found vaginal steaming and founded my company and helped countless women to navigate their own wellness. So, you know, there's always, um, a gem with, within our trauma. And I think that's important to really keep in mind. It's hard to, to focus on that. I think as we're experiencing things and as we're in pain and as we're suffering, and, you know, the most important thing that we can do is understand that we can take a pause and take a step back. And, you know, if we look at things in just a slightly different vantage point, we can turn them into uh, something that can change the world. Wow, that is such a 
I have I have chills like I got chills <laughs> at the end of that such a powerful story and I, you know me personally I've been following you now for a couple you know a couple years I've met you before when oh, you came awesome. to my restaurant when Yay. I was working <laughs> you know and you know personally for me I found out that I had endometriosis mm. in November okay. and you know I've been using your products since then mm-hmm. specifically for that okay. and when I went to get my follow-up appointment three months later the system was completely gone and they were shocked Mm -hmm. and you know my symptoms that I've had also cramping you know I've just I myself have felt amazing things from you know the blessings of those little bags Mm -hmm. that you sent those those beautiful herbs Mm -hmm. um but you know now I've you know since I've been following you I've seen you come up with other products as well now Mm -hmm. you've expanded expanded your your supply here are what other products can you talk about you know having to do with womb health vagina health just having your root chakra really be healed from the inside out what other products should we be talking about right now that can also elevate this type of healing experience yeah um so yeah so I started out with the herbs and I kind of formulated some blends based on more common things that um clients were coming to me about and then I expanded into um we also do um bath salts now that have that are um infused with herbs we also do a natural um feminine wash that can um, be used for um your sacred space along with it's really good for your skin for your face (laughs) and I actually had yeah I actually had a client who was uh, (laughs) recovering from chemotherapy she had I guess it's called chemo scalp and she used it on her scalp and she said it was a, a complete miracle. Um, it completely changed her skin. Yes, God. Yeah, yes, God. Um, and then I also have an intimate spray that helps with freshness and also helps to kind of manage that um, candida that a lot of women deal with um, and kind of recurring um, BV and um, yeast infections. I also make a, a signature tea, um, my honeypot specialty. And that in and of itself was like a recipe that kind of like God just gave me, like literally I was at a diner having brunch with a friend and the ingredients just popped into my mind and I knew I just had to write them down. Um, and that one contains sarsaparilla, which is um, an amazing herb. It's a blood purifier, a blood cleanser. It's actually been used in foreign countries to actually uh, cure herpes. And I know that I'm not, quote unquote, not allowed to say that <laughs> here in this country. <laughs> um, but it's, I mean, it's amazing. You know, again, I think it's really important that we all kind of look beyond what we're being told by our medical system. And you know what, the other thing I was pondering the other night is the fact that the FDA is the food and drug administration. Are we questioning why food and drugs are in the same administration? Like this is like, wait a minute. That's kind of weird. That's kind of, um, what it's like run that back. Yeah. Especially, especially when they're not treating food exactly. as medicine, right? Like when they're not treating plants as medicine, but then you want exactly. to put, you put them together and, and then, but we don't want to talk about, we, we don't want to talk about immunity, but we want to talk about, well, I'm not even going to go there. I won't, I won't do that on this. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to circle back for that one Megan. we definitely yeah, will yeah i'll just put it this way i have a book called nutricide that's very enlightening um and talks about especially in this country in particular um there's things that we are allowed and that are legal to consume here that are completely illegal in other countries i mean they would not they they just don't treat their mm-hmm. citizens that way and 
So I think it's important to, again, you know, lumping food and drugs together kind of tells you how they view food and, and the, the quality and the content of the food and even the soils here in this country. It's really kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's important, again, to be empowered, to make our own decisions, you know, grow our own food if we can, um, you know, just be more aware of, you know, not just believing everything that we're given, you know, to uh, as 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 what the, as what the facts are and what the truth is. Um, sorry, I know I went off topic, but yeah. So, for as far as my product, no, no this is all on topic. Yeah. Don't you worry, Megan. This is all on topic for us. Good, here. good, good, good. <laughs> and the other thing I have is suppositories. So, suppositories are really great for again managing the candida and the BB. Um, and I have a product called BB Be Gone, and it's actually my Purify Herb, which are specifically designed for candida. Um, you steam with those and then you use the um, boric acid suppositories at night and then you use the spray during the day. And that has been really effective for helping women to manage um, BV. See, y'all heard it here before. You heard it here before and you heard it here again. This is the natural way to go. Mm-hmm. See all these options we've yeah, given you? Yeah, we do. <laughs> Actually, I do have a follow-up oh, question. <laughs> Because I'm somebody who I'm not trying to get pregnant. I've never been pregnant. And I don't have like an acute issue that I need to deal with. But, you know, talking to you, looking over your website, preparing for this, like, just really getting interested in what you do. I think there's a lot of our listeners, maybe who are in a similar position to me, who I, you know, I don't feel like I have something that I need corrected necessarily Mm -hmm. or that feels like an acute issue that I need to address but I do think you know obviously this would be a beneficial thing um, for anybody with a vagina and a womb to be participating in and so where would you say for those of us like me to start with this kind of process so that's a great point and I I want to encourage um, anyone who may hear this that you don't need quote-unquote something to be wrong physically to benefit from steaming um, my mm-hmm. approach to steaming again is a heart womb connection. So for me, I think even, I don't want to give it a rank, but I think the heart is just as important as the womb. Um, and it's a, it's a, it's a self care for me. It's a self care issue because it allows you just the act of steaming kind of creates a space for you. You have to carve out at least a half an hour to actually just sit down and be still with yourself. And so that right there is extremely powerful because you're sending, you know, a message to the universe and you're sending an energetic vibration to the universe that you are important enough and you are worthy enough that you deserve time to sit and focus on yourself. Um, It's kind of the same thing, you know, the same kind of um, message that we send when we sit down and meditate is that, hey, you know, I'm going to dedicate this time to myself. And as far as, you know, the benefits, you know, again, it's, it helps to release um, emotion, you know, and you may not have anything physically manifest from suppressed emotions, um, but that doesn't mean, or should I say, you may not have anything physically, you know, um, manifest from suppressed emotions in your womb space, but that doesn't mean they're not physically manifesting in your relationships or in your communication, Mm -hmm. or in your self-confidence, or in your self-esteem, or, you know, in your um, trauma responses. So it's important to uh, give yourself that space to just kind of, uh, you know, just release. It's really important for all of us to release. That's why, you know, we are 
born with, you know, as, as females, we have a menstrual cycle every month um, because we have that kind of in, you know, we're innately set up with a cycle of release, the moon cycles, um, you know, just like the moon, it kind of goes in phases. And um, it's, it's been really, really transformational for myself and um, a lot of my clients in terms of just mental clarity um, in terms of getting, you know, resolution to things that may be heavy on their hearts. For me, it's been really transformational and just releasing things and bringing things back up to the surface that I may have been suppressing for so long that, you know, I forgot about them. And then, you know, I'll seem or, you know, I'll have a moment where something will come back up to my consciousness and I'll be like, oh, wow, I need to really deal with that. Let me write a letter to this person. Let me, you know, ask mm. for forgiveness for this thing that I did that hurt someone else. Um, so it's not always necessarily about us per se. It's about our relationships with other people and making sure that we feel good about those, regardless of whether they quote unquote had a good ending or not. It's, you know, forgiveness um, is a huge, huge, huge part of healing. Um, because if we haven't truly forgiven, you know, the things and the people and the situations that we've been involved with, Unfortunately, um, we are going to continue to manifest those types of dynamics for ourselves. Absolutely. And oh, I, I'm just like trying to soak in all of it. <laughs> like I, feel, I really am trying to relish in the moment. It's like I have to remember that I'm, I'm asking questions. <laughs> but, Same, actually. But I, think, I think everything that you said is really, really important. And, I, you know, I love that you're talking about what you do is really that heart-womb connection. Mm -hmm. And I think in my personal journey, you know, especially, you know, it's I feel like it's all coming full circle mm -hmm. now, right? Because we grow up, especially in, you know, Western society, you know, with our periods and just everything like that, you know, it's kind of like shove it under the rug, don't deal with it. Mm -hmm. And as we get older, Shameful. yeah, and as we get older, we really find that, you know, you know, I've learned that being more in touch with my cycle, being more in touch with, you know, my womb and, and in general, what I do to heal it from the inside out is mm -hmm. so pivotal in my mental yeah. health and my mental space. Mm -hmm. And I feel like once I made that connection and it clicked, mm -hmm. I can never exactly. go back. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And it sounds like that's what happened to you and your own personal experience, especially, you know, after that horrible, unfortunate, traumatic experience. I'm so sorry that you had to go through yeah. that. But was that really like the turning point for you to be like, okay, I'm, I'm doing this myself, you know, like I'm going to take this by the reins and, and, and be something in this community make change. Is that what started that? What really, what really sparked you to cross that, that threshold of, of really creating this empire that you've built for yeah, yourself? Yeah, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, yes and no to answer that question. I think, you know, I've always kind of had a, an, a helper personality. Um, I was raised by uh, my mother and she is hard of hearing. And so I've always kind of, been put in a role of kind of being like the facilitator and being kind of the um, the communicator um, and the the go-between um, kind of standing and holding space for kind of just you know letting you know the translator if you will like you know my mom couldn't hear so I would have to kind of you know translate okay this is what they said mom okay mom, this is what my mom needs and so kind of 
I wouldn't say I was parentalized necessarily, but I definitely have that personality that I took on that, you know, it's my responsibility to kind of take care of my mom. So I've always been Mm -hmm. the type of person that is really wants to help people, Um, you know, as far as my friends and just even strangers. I mean, you know, I'm the one that would see someone in a handicap coming up and, and excuse me, in a wheelchair coming up to the door and go and open it for them when I was eight years old. So, you know, I've always kind of had a special Mm -hmm. sensitivity um, to people's needs and anticipating people's needs. I would say in terms of Yes, God Wellness, it wasn't kind of like a straight decision that way it was more of you know okay this is where I am in my life okay let me be honest with myself and admit to myself that I'm not happy with my life even after I got the degree even after I got the quote-unquote good job even after you know I have the car and the place and you know the quote-unquote relationship that looks good from the outside but sucks on the inside and really being honest with myself and saying you know what I'm not really happy um, and so once I was able to kind of let my ego go and let my pride go and really be vulnerable with myself, um, that's when things started to really change. But it, it wasn't like, okay, this is now I'm going to just start helping everybody else. It was kind of a slow process. First, I had to help myself. And I think that's what a lot of people lose sight of. And sometimes I even lose sight of is that we can't offer other people anything that we first haven't offered ourselves. And so I had to go through my own process of transformation. I had to heal my own womb and heart connection. I had to um, really go in and work on my own subconscious limiting beliefs before I was able to be in a position where I was able to help others. And to be honest with you, when I first started my business, it wasn't this grandiose humanitarian thing. It was, hey, I got laid off from my job and I need to pay my rent. And what can I do? Oh, I can let people come over and do Yoni skiing. And so it kind of started as just a, really a survival, <laughs> survival thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, and then it grew from there. You know, I, I did that and I was kind of focused on, you know, the money and the financial aspects of it. And then mm-hmm. I kind of realized like, wait a minute, you know, this is, first of all, the money is not cutting it, number one. And number two, you know, why is the money not cutting it? And so it was kind of like a revelation that I was having because in, you know, kind of running parallel to this, this processes, I was still, you know, I was listening to Think and Grow Rich. I was being exposed to, you know, these different materials that were dealing with the subconscious mind and understanding the laws of, of the, the universe or the laws of God that state that, hey, you know, you're reimbursed based on the value that you provide. And so, still honestly kind of looking at it from a financial sense and like, okay, well, if I'm reimbursed based on the value I provide, I need to be providing more value. Um, And so it kind of turned, there was a turning point for me where I had to kind of question my own um, lack mentality around, hey, because initially it was like, okay, I'm going to do this in my house. But if I, and then it was like, well, I can help other, I can help more people and provide more value if I teach them how to do it. But then in my mind, my lack mentality was like, oh, but if you teach them how to do it, then they're not going to need you. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. I, you can make products for them still. They can need you for that. <laughs> so that was kind <laughs> of honestly, you know, that was honestly, that's how I started doing that. But I think through that and, you know, and it just kind of blossomed from there. And it was like, okay, I can teach them how to do it. I can, you know, create the products for them to use. And I realized like, you know, there is no such thing as competition. Um, and I think the more that I started down the path of just thinking along the lines of, 
okay, how can I offer more value? Even though I wasn't completely on my, you know, my Gandhi yet and my, my, you know, Yogananda and just meditating all day, it was still more thinking more about others and not just myself. And so that, that energy magnetized more and more people to me, more and more opportunities to me that showed me, Hey, you know, there was someone who was extremely pivotal for me, Narissa, um, of Nini Femme Health. And she reached out to me. She has tons of, she's a ton, she has a ton of following. She's married to M1 from Dead Prez. I mean, she's basically famous. And she reached out to me and she was like, <laughs> you know, I'm going to be coming to Durham to do a workshop. I'd love for you to come and do your yoni scene. And I was like, whoa. And um, it was, it was an amazing opportunity, but even more importantly, for me, I think what it was, was it was the example of just because we're doing the same thing doesn't mean that we need to compete. There's plenty for everyone. There's plenty for both of us. So we can both come together in the same space and do the same thing and we'll still be abundant in that. And so that was, that was a really, that was a turning point for me as well. And then also just as I expanded and as I began to really teach more than just kind of trying to hoard it and say, come to my house and I'll do it for you. Um, as I began to teach about it, it showed me really the need for um, that mindset work and that heart set work that I was doing kind of subsequently to, to running my business. And that was just that, you know, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of women who are in pain. You know, there's a lot of women who are hurting a lot of women with a lot of suppressed things. Um, and yes, some of, some of them may be manifesting in, in an actual kind of acute issue with their wounds. And again, some of them may be manifesting in issues with relationships and communications and all the other things that I previously mentioned. But um, yeah, so it wasn't just like an overnight thing. It was kind of like a slow unfolding and a slow kind of like, like you'd mentioned, coming full circle and realizing like, oh, so the same way that I on my own journey and realizing that, you know, I, the more that I give and the more that I think about, you know, others, which is truly thinking of, which is thinking about myself because we are all connected. We, we all, we are all exactly. Um, but you know, it, it wasn't like, a, it was, it wasn't like something, one thing happened and then I got it. You know what I mean? It was kind of like a sequence of events and sequence of years. And then like looking back and being like, wow, wow okay I get it now because <laughs> I was exposed to the <laughs> concepts I was exposed to the concepts but I didn't really put them together until my consciousness caught up with them. yeah and and you know that's how, that's how it works yeah. right like it's like these are the processes that you know are the most fruitful for us and and you know we are in the industry where it does take time mm -hmm. you know for these things to be built and, you know, you did touch on, you know, I know I wanted to talk about negative self-talk here a little bit and, and specifically from an entrepreneur mm -hmm. standpoint, anybody who is or really anybody who's trying to take control of their situation, you know, realize that they, you know, your mind is a lot more powerful mm -hmm. than you think. Um, you know, for somebody who's battling this negative self-talk, I know, you know, you know, you said you still go through times, you know, I, I, I talk about all the time how <laughs> I still battle negative self-talk. Um, can you recall maybe a time where it was the most breakful, most breakthrough time of where you really talked yourself through a, maybe a cycle for you that had been continuing, continuing in, in this aspect of you building this business for yourself? 
Um, and how did it change you? And, and, you know, now, you know, what are the things that you look for and what are your, what are your self-care rituals look like when you start to feel that, that negative self-talk coming on that energy start to make its way towards yeah, you? Yeah. it's a great question. Um, so for me, one of the, one of the things that really helped me to, first of all, be aware of my self-talk honestly was, um, Bikram yoga. So I had been, um, I've been doing Bikram yoga for over 10 years now. And I think that's the first place where I really actually became aware of my self-talk. I think a lot of us feel like the, you know, the, the thoughts that go through our mind are us. Like we, we identify that as our personality and we don't realize that that's not necessarily our personality. And that's, that those are actually programs running through our mind. Um, and so for anyone who doesn't know what Bikram yoga is, it's an extremely intense, um form of yoga where you're doing you know 26 postures in 105 degrees so you're specifically kind of putting yourself in this stressful situation to learn how to manage that to learn how to breathe within that and so that was kind of where I became aware of my self-talk and as in terms of how I you know during my entrepreneurship again just kind of circling back to what I just mentioned I think that you know just identifying and feeling that fear, you know, fear about not being, not having enough, not being enough, not being able to generate enough. Um, and really just, you know, my, my specific kind of um, lesson has been around just, you know, abundance and lack and understanding that there's enough. Uh, my mother had, um, has, was herself raised with a lack mindset from two parents who, you know, went through the Great Depression. So, you know, her kind of modus operandi was always, you know, kind of holding on to it, saving it, making sure you're not wasting it. It was always just very like, you know, frugal, cheap, you know, secondhand. Um, and so, you know, I didn't realize it, but that was always kind of, you know, the energy that I was, that I was kind of holding on to and just being, again, kind of like, okay, well, if I, I can't share too much, because then I, they won't, I won't have anything left for myself, or, you know, there won't be enough left over. And um, really, again, kind of the thing that helped me break through that, honestly, was other people showing me the example through just being. And I think uh, that's really an important point, because a lot of times we want to try and teach people and show people things and explain things to people and make people understand certain revelations. And what I've learned is the best thing that we can do is be the example. There's nothing that we can say to them. There's nothing that we can try and force them to, to, to convince them or persuade them. The only thing that we can do is actually be that, which we want them to understand. Um, and in terms of my own self-care, um, I'm trying to remember the last part of the question that you just asked me. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I, I was the ritual. Oh, yeah. What I do that mm -hmm. maybe when you start to yeah. feel that, you know, that yes. negativity starts to circle its way yeah. around you. So that really circles back to the name of my business. Yes, God. I mean, that's the first thing I say, because for me, that represents gratitude. And so gratitude is such a pivotal, it's like the, the, the main secret ingredient in everything. Um, to, to be able to come back down from that negative place. Because a lot of times, well, 
pretty much all times from my experience, when we have that negative energy start to kind of cloud us and, and try to start convincing us that things are really bad, it's because we are not focusing enough on gratitude. We're not being appreciative enough. So kind of being able to say, okay, this is how it feels. And it's, you know, the thoughts that I'm thinking are making me feel like really crappy and this, and then kind of the first thing is taking a pause and stepping back from it, first of all, and becoming an observer of it versus the, an experiencer, because those are two different, very different um, perspectives. You know, we don't necessarily, in the words of, of Mama Erica Badu, we don't have to believe everything we think. You know, thoughts uh-huh. are there to kind of give us, to, to show us, you know, what direction we're headed in. And we can choose, just like when we're in a car, to turn left or turn right. And so when we notice that those thoughts are starting to take us to a destination where we're not trying to go, we can say, okay, you know what? I'm going to turn to the to the right right now. I'm going to think about how grateful I am that I can breathe. I'm going to think about how grateful I am that I have a roof over my head. Even if it, in terms of whatever situation that may have me feeling negative, I'm going to think about something within that that could be worse. Um, and so for me, that's personally how I um, navigate that is that I really just kind of lean into that gratitude and just lean into, um, you know, recognizing that it could be a lot worse. There's a lot of people in the world who are in way worse circumstances. And that kind of brings me, humbles me back down and kind of gets me on a different path. <laughs> so beautiful I feel like uh, I just want to gave us the blueprint everything that you said everything you've said is like meme it let's put it on a quote meme we will don't, oh, worry. We will. don't worry it'll be September and you'll be like these girls are That's still so funny. good it's so awesome <laughs> uh, well what would you say to anybody who is listening who's maybe uncomfortable with the idea of like looking at touching experiencing their own gender or even talking about it let alone beginning to like do mm-hmm. a yoni seam or healing their womb um to somebody who's so disconnected from it in that way or you know mm-hmm. almost like ashamed of it because there are a lot of people that yeah. you know are in that place yeah i think that um I think that, you know, first and foremost, again, and that's why I'm, I'm so big on the heart and womb connection, because I think that a lot of times our trauma um, and our suppressed trauma, you know, brings us to that place of, you know, feeling disconnected, feeling shame um, and, and feeling like maybe we don't even know enough about our bodies to try and kind of approach that. And I think that, um, you know, just first and foremost, just again, you know, focusing on gratitude and then also um, being okay with it, being okay with being there and being okay with just being at the starting point and Mm -hmm. saying, you know what, I'm not really comfortable with this. Um, I don't really know what this is all about, kind of making me feel a little weird, but then being committed to maybe just doing some research, you know, um, researching vaginal steaming, researching the history of it, um, researching, um, you know, the vagina itself and and getting to know yourself, maybe, um, you know, getting, getting up the courage to actually 
you know, get a little mirror and take a look, you know, and um, start to Mm -hmm. accept um, and understand that all parts of you are divine. Um, All parts of you are beautiful. And, and frankly, you know, that space, you know, the womb space, the root chakra, the sacral chakra, as it, as it says right in the word sacral, are sacred. You know, those are the spaces within us that actually make us divine. It, uh, that's our creative center. That's where we actually create from, whether it's a human life, whether it's a business, whether it's a relationship, uh, whatever it is, you know, we, we actually create there. So that is, the, that is our sacred space. And so, um, you know, kind of becoming familiar and becoming accepting of the fact that you are sacred, you know, you are divine. And again, that can be uncomfortable for people who have been told the opposite, you know, their entire lives or have been made to feel the opposite their entire lives. But I think it's important to keep in mind that that's not a decision that anyone gets to make for you. That's a decision that you get to and not only you get to, but you kind of have to make for yourself. Because if you don't make that decision for yourself, you'll be subject to the, to the decisions of other people and the opinions of other people. That is so powerful. And, you know, if, if you guys need to run that back to listen to what she just said, those are such tangible pieces of advice that you can take with you when you're focusing on shining lights on parts of your shadow selves, mm-hmm. when you're doing that shadow work and you're working on that self-development. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm loving the connection of the heart and womb here. I think it's even more, you know, you know, even more prevalent now than it was an hour ago mm-hmm. when we first started talking that if you really do have a heart and a womb, there is a call for mm-hmm. some healing and there is call for attention. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have any other questions. Do you, Heather? (laughs) No, I I guess I just want to say if you don't have a heart and a womb and you're listening and you know someone and you care about someone who does, then send them over to to her website, yesgodwellness.com, because, um, I think, you know, what she's offering and, you know, everything that she's saying is something that we all need and we all need to be engaging in. So I I just feel really humbled and grateful that, you know, you spent this time with us and that you shared your story and your wisdom. And I'm for one really excited to go shopping. (laughs) I know. I'm I'm really grateful also. And what is, I'm sorry. um, The name of this podcast, remind me again, because what I I think I'm going to do is actually, I just kind of intuitively was led to like create a discount code for you all and your listeners. Um, Oh, oh my, gosh. my goodness. Oh, you are so- <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> um, oh my god. Yeah, we can it's the Wands and Water podcast and we we will send you all of the details and we can send you a follow-up email with okay. all of that. Well, I'm just going to do it right and now. And we I'm just are going to do Wands and Water for 20% off. We'll just do that right now. Oh my yeah. god. And I'll leave that up for a while. Y'all hear that? She just blessed all of us. Like she just blessed. <laughs> I I told this moon day is the best day of my yes, oh my God. gosh, Megan. <laughs> and I'll leave it up. I'll leave Thank it up for you a while. So much. Um, you know, I don't know when folks will hear this podcast, but it'll it'll be up for a while. So yeah. We're probably gonna be really excited to get this. <laughs> I have a feeling we will. Cool. But oh my gosh, thank you so much. Thank you. I can't even talk now. Thank you so much for being so vulnerable. (laughs) Thank you for being so vulnerable with us and sharing 
all of this, again, amazing, wise information. It is such an honor to be here and on this receiving end. And we will be making sure to put all of your information, your website, your, your Instagram handles, all of your handles will be in the description box. So make sure you guys run, don't walk to the description <laughs> box so that you guys can check out all of the goodies that Megan has. Again, she listed a bunch. So make sure you check it out. Thank you guys, Shadow Family. Thank you, Megan, for joining in. We hope you guys were able to get so much light out of all of this, just like we have. And we look forward to having you guys join us for our next Holistic Mentor interview. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. We want to thank all of our supporters who've cheered us on in building and creating for this amazing and insightful community. We love creating and sharing this space with you. If you'd like to continue to see and hear more from us, please support the Shadow Collective on Patreon, where we offer three affordable tiers of all exclusive TSC content, live streams, interviews, educational graphics, resources, and more. We also post daily on our Instagram at shadowcollective underscore official. Give our personal accounts a follow at at collectivelychloe underscore and at heatherholistically underscore to see what we're up to on a day-to-day basis. Last but not least, please feel free to check out our personal business pages. Heather's website is www.heatherholistically.com and my website is www.plantsbycloe.com where you can check out our terror services, blogs, shops, and more. Check out our socials for updates as well. Until next time, in healing, abundance, and light. Ashe. Ashe.